Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. I am Will Mapley. And I am Chloe Robinson. Happy New Year, Will. Thank you very much, Chloe. And happy New Year to you too, my friend. How was your Christmas period? Did you have a good time or...? I did, yes. Um, it's now officially been a month since I moved into my new home. So Christmas was spent with my lovely other half and our family. And yeah, we had a good sort of Christmas day and then a chill, chill rest of the time, really. We are chill kind of folk. What about you, Will? Fair enough, fair <coughs> enough. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Obviously, we just, again, exactly the same as you said, really, just chilled with with my family and uh, and yeah, it was actually really nice just to, to have a little bit of time out. And obviously, um, it was different, but it was really nice, actually. It was actually a really nice time, really nice time. What are we talking about today, Chloe? I'd like you to introduce it for us. Well, well, podcast <laughs> number 12. 12? Yeah, it's 12, 12. number 12. Oh, it's podcast We're number 12, guys. Um, and, yeah, so this week we are talking about New Year, New You, and Absolutely. goal setting. Because, let's face it, January is a time where everyone's thinking, right, what am I going to do this year? Or, in opposition to that, they're thinking, sod that. I didn't achieve anything last year. I'm not setting any goals. And I've seen both both spectrums um, around, floating around at the moment. And uh, I think it's really important to reflect on your past year, especially with goal setting. Because sometimes so. people set massive goals um, and maybe they don't achieve them. I set myself a goal of reading six books uh, last year for 2020 and I did not achieve one um, I read a chapter or maybe two of one book and that was as far as I got but I'm not going to let that bug me down no no absolutely <laughs> but I think it's really important um, to chat a little bit about setting goals why should we set goals who should set goals and you know how you can kind of go about it really um, so yeah we are talking about New Year's resolutions and goal setting today I think that's a really cool thing to, to start off with the, the 2021 um, because you know it's gonna it's gonna be a bit different for sure. Maybe some of the goals that you are going to be setting yourself this year might be a little bit different. You know, obviously, um, it's an a strange environment, a very strange environment. Yeah. But I think um, more than ever, it's going to be a really important thing to do because this is a time where you can self reflect and um, improve yourself. You know, as much as you possibly can. You have all the time that you, you, you have is is going to be more than what you'd have before. So um, definitely it's going to be worth a, a lot to have a little bit of personal development for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still very much in this weird kind of limbo. We're not here, we're not there. It's, you know, it's all a bit strange. And if you're someone who really thrives from routine, and I would class myself as one of those people, um, and you struggle with change, I wouldn't class myself as that type of person. No. Um, however, um, I think goal setting can help you, but it can also be quite challenging if you get really set on, you know, I don't know reaching a certain thing. So say, for example, I don't know, if I just said I'm going to read my six books, so that would be one book every two months yeah. is what I had tried to um, achieve. Um, well, let's say, I don't know, my books all got set fire to or something, I'm not sure. Um, off the top of my head, that's all I can think of what would happen to them. They got put in the back of a cupboard and I forgot about them. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for whatever reason that you weren't able to achieve those goals, if it's an external factor, 
how can you kind of you know recome about and kind of recalibrate those goals so that you're still achieving something um especially with 2020 you know like i say it's been a here nor there kind of year it's been strange Tough. it's been very hard we we all we all feel it um but how to identify what what things you have achieved i think is really important and yeah. if you don't set yourself your goals you might never think about the things that you have achieved even if you didn't achieve all of them like i say i didn't read my six books of course um so yeah and if you don't achieve something what can you do the following time to change it up exactly and i think it's really important to reflect on on your year and what you've you've achieved you know you may at the start of the year not thought about what you've achieved now you know for you you didn't read those six books but actually you've just built yourself an incredible incredible house that you're now living in yeah. at the start of the year would you was that a, was that a new year's resolution for you probably not potentially it might have been something that was at the back of your head but yeah i mean the, the house build took over everything so yeah exactly that, that was our that was our biggest primary goal focus priority you know I, I desperately wanted to be in that house you know sort of by the summer and obviously it didn't work out that way because of external factors that were were outside of our control of course but we still got in there within the year you know that and that's a that's a huge tick in my my sort of goal goal box if you like um but yeah you know you could you could look at all the things that you haven't achieved absolutely I in the fact that i didn't read even one book <laughs> or i could look at the fact that uh, you know, I'm, I, I like to take a bit of accountability. You know, I know that I was choosing the wrong time of day to try and read before bedtime. Doesn't work for me. I lose focus. I can't take it in, and then I want to go to sleep. You know, that when I get in bed, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Sleep is what I'm thinking about. So, you know, um, looking forwards, I've given myself a goal just to read one book this year because six wasn't a lot. I put, I could do it. You know, there's no reason why I couldn't do it in terms of my capabilities but knowing what I'm like I thought you know what just read one book like yeah just one so that is my goal this year is just one book I've taken it right the way back um so yeah I think it's important and what you've been saying there is is you've done a lot of reflection mm. and I think self-reflection is a really really cool way to um to look back on your year maybe it wasn't the best year but you know you've looked back on your year Okay, there are some negatives, but there are some positives that you can take away from it. And yeah. what you've done there is you've reflected, and now you're bringing forward into into coming into the new year um, something that's that's you've adapted and changed. Exactly, what adaptation. You've done. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think that's really important and uh, a really cool way to to create goals. You know, because a lot of people uh, or people that I've spoken to, I say, "Cool, what's your New Year's resolution?" And it's a very basic, simple. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go to I don't know. Let's I want to eat healthier. Okay, why do you want to eat healthier? You know, you you got to find these these ways or uh, look back at what you wanted to do last year or again going back to that reflection and creating uh, a goal that you feel is going to be best suited for you. That's going to bring you forward and become uh, a better person or um, a better personal development for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and. On the um, on the, the topic of reflection as well, something that I think is really important to mention before we delve into you know the, the the details of how to set goals and things like that is, if you're looking back at your 2020, and I posted this out online because I was seeing a lot of um, a lot of sort of people sort of almost making 
goal setting and thinking about their achievements of the year almost like having a negative spin on it saying you know oh if you're seeing people you know sort of um going over all the things that they've achieved this year and you haven't achieved anything you know don't worry about it it's okay to have not achieved anything uh, kind of along those lines yeah and i was kind of like a bit taken aback by it because i thought what a shame that you've put that out there when actually the reality of it is no matter who you are and no matter what has happened in your year you have you have i say this with 100 percent confidence you have achieved something yeah of course absolutely there is not one year that goes by where you have achieved nothing did you get through 2020 and are you still here with us yes the fact that you're alive is an achievement because there's a lot of people that aren't with us anymore of course. because 2020 has been too much for them and they couldn't see a way out you know so that is that's one big tick to me the fact that you're here and you're seeing in 2021 is huge to me absolutely so you know don't ever think that okay um you ate some food today that's an achievement you know some people again maybe they don't get to that point you will always have achieved something it's all about how you think about it and I'm programmed in a way to look at things very negatively. Yeah. I will sit there and wallow. I've wallowed many times in the last year um, of, you know, all the things I haven't done and all the things I haven't achieved. But I know when I put my hand on my heart that I have achieved something. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, As setting those goals, like you say, they don't, you don't need to have huge goals. It doesn't need to be, uh, if it's a weight loss goal, to lose 15 kilos you know, something like that. It could be as much as, I'd like to lose five kilos in a year. Yeah. And that is very achievable. But, you know, just little baby steps. Little stones make little ripples which turn into bigger ripples. Of course. It's a, you know, process of time. So, yeah, definitely. Making sure you don't do it all at once is, is, is a big thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. I think creating, uh, we're going to go into it into a second, I know, but putting little micro uh, goals and yes. macro is really important yeah. micro being obviously small little goals that's going to get you to your macro goal which is going to be your big goal which Chloe said a second ago maybe losing 15 kilos so don't try and just think okay here's the start line here's the finish line there always should be little parts yeah. 5k 10k 15 20 whatever to get you where you want to be when Bruce Bogtrotter looked at the chocolate cake in Matilda have you seen Matilda uh, I probably did when I was young, but I don't really remember. Hopefully, um, some of you have seen Matilda, probably the same sort of age as me or older, Will, just a bit younger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, all right, all so, right. So, when Bruce Bogtrotter, basically, guys, he's a chunky little kid and he's looking at his chocolate cake because he stole some from the head teacher of Matilda's school and she sticks a big chocolate cake in front of him. When he was looking at that chocolate cake, he probably thought, Oh boy, this is a big chocolate cake. How am I going to eat all this in front of all these people? He would have sliced it up and he ate it a little section at a time. And before you know it, you've eaten the whole chocolate cake. Which in the real world, if you're trying to lose weight, isn't the way to go. However, if we're thinking of it as little slices of that cake as little micro goals, your cake total cake is your macro. Yeah. So you're going to take a little slice at a time little tick in that box of those goals and you're going to get there eventually so like you say sometimes looking at the bigger picture is very daunting Absolutely. and just taking that little step back looking at a little chunk of it and saying right i can do that 
let's do it. Me reading my one book is me a step closer to reading six. So instead of trying to read six books, I'm just going to try and get through six chapters. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe complete half a book versus one or two chapters. I think that's what gets you through, though, isn't it? Like, at first, you'll see where you are and where you want to be. And as soon as you start completing those little goals it gets you it gets the ball rolling doesn't it you know you start to, to to make momentum and that momentum then keeps you going forward and keeps you going forward and keeps you going forward until you where you want to be so i think it's a really important thing to, to set small goals mm. and big goals as well i think obviously we've got some stuff that we've written we've written down here anyway yeah. i think it's going to be a cool thing to to go through uh maybe how people can um plan to um, create those New Year's resolutions and those goals going forward. Um, and obviously one of them is is SMART, which is you're gonna have to go for... <laughs> so, specific. Specific, measurable. Attainable. Attainable. Realistic, and time, time frame, basically. So SMART goals, it's an acronym that we use in personal training. I can't believe I got forgot is... that. I, mean, I, just, I went blank, as soon as I said it, I was like, I think we all have our own version of it, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, what SMART goals is, it's a you know, it's an acronym, it sounds fancy, um, but all it is is basically the fundamentals of how to set a goal. Um, and, you know, who should set goals or you know for the new year? Everyone. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, everyone can set a goal. So it doesn't you don't need to be a business person, you know, to set financial goals. You don't, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You can set goals if you want to. Um, and obviously going through, you know, those individual things. So the S in the SMART is specific. So like you mentioned earlier, a lot of people, and myself included back in the day, would say, I, don't, I want to eat healthier this year. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. That's a broad spectrum. You know, uh, instead of saying, I want to eat healthier this year, that leaves a lot of things open to chance so we have to say things like i want to eat um five fruit and veg a day yeah five fruit and veg a day yeah exactly perfect or um i want to have i don't know three vegetables with every single meal mm. that i eat for example so if you have three meals a day you want to have three vegetables in each meal you know different vegetables maybe Going to have eaten nine vegetables at the end of the day, yeah, and that over an accumulation of time means that you're going to be eating healthier. But if you just leave it open to chance and just say, Yeah, I want to eat a little bit healthier, and then you kind of go to the fridge and you open it up and you kind of go, oh, Okay, well, I'll just have that, that, and that, you know, you're not, um, you're not making it easy for yourself because you haven't got that specific element to it, yeah, so absolutely. Make it specific if you're losing weight. How much weight do you want to lose and or you know maybe what dress size do you want to go down to um, weights maybe not a good one to kind of compare it to because a lot of the time people pull numbers out of the air for weight loss which we'll get into because that is another yeah. part of this um, but measurable is the second one um, so how are you going to measure it I mean I think I think that's a, a really important part of, yeah. of your yeah. of your goal how are you going to measure um, I mean, let's stick with that same example. Uh, yeah, of course, the, that's what I was going to say. Because I think that's a good one. And it's something that people are hyper-focused about, at least now, because of, obviously, the, the kind of... the influx of realisation of how important your health is, mm. um, especially with fitness, but also on the, the nutrition side of things. So how can we, how can we measure a healthier eating goal? Well? 
Oh, that's tough, isn't it? How can we... I think it's important to... With measuring, it's important to um, write it down and, and have something that you can, can see in front of you. I think that's a really important way to do it. And also, being measurable means you can plan a lot easier. I think because once you, once you know where you want to be and what you want to do, then it's easier to plan going forward. So let's go back to uh, your five fruit and veg. Okay, you open the fridge and what have you got in there? Okay, so I've got one carrot, I've got one broccoli. Okay, so let's go take that back and plan and go to, to, to measuring it a lot better. If once you know how or, or what you want to do, then you can plan it a lot easier and be like, okay, so I'm gonna go to the shop and I'm gonna buy all this veg that I know that I can eat for the week. And then that becomes a lot easier to, to, to actually take and, and ingest into, yeah, exactly. into, your, into your diet. There's a really great um, little uh, list called um, The Daily Dozen, and it's uh, 12 foods that um, Dr. Gregor, who we've spoken about before, who runs nutritionfacts.org, um, it's a list of the most important foods he believes you should get in your diet uh, throughout the week and each day and like I said it's 12 things so you might not get all 12 things in one day but if you have that list of 12 foods on the wall so for example there's leafy green vegetables lentils beans um, uh, cruciferous veg um, I don't know citrus citrus fruits for example if you've got that list on your wall wherever you cook or you know whatever if you've got that list you can put little check boxes next to it and if you're if we're going back to the example we kind of used of you know i want to get three different types of vegetables in each day you can have a list of you know different vegetables that you you eat and ones you want to maybe include and you can tick off so say let's say for breakfast um you had avocado tomato and let's say onion for example you could have avo toast for breakfast and there's tick 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 technically avo and tomatoes are not a vegetable however <laughs> for argument's sake they are um so there you go tick 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 three vegetables i've had with my breakfast lunch i'm gonna have some lettuce i'm gonna have cucumber and sweet corn let's say tick 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 there's three more for dinner i'm gonna have broccoli i'm gonna have potato and i'm gonna have i don't know carrot let's say tick 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 three more veg when you look at it like that, you're like, oh, this is easier. Yeah. Now I see. You know, so um, having something that's measurable and something that is specific makes it a lot easier rather than kind of going in blind and being like, ah, oh. like you say, look, open your open your fridge door and be like, damn, I've only got one vegetable in here today. Uh, maybe you haven't been shopping yet. Maybe you haven't planned for it. Take a step back, plan for it, and then go from there, you know. Um, so, so that would be that would be my advice for measurable. Yeah. Um, our next one along is attainable. Attainable is obviously a, a a hard one because you need to make sure that that what you are creating you can um, actually or is get. Is it achievable? Achievable. Achievable. Attain attainable. attainable same, achievable. same. But yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Obviously, um, you, you, it, it, your goal needs to be something that you can you can attain. Like you can. It's achievable to get to. Don't yeah. make it impossible for yourself to uh, get yourself to, to where you want to be. You know, again, making sure that you are planning and making sure that you are getting the right things to help you achieve that goal mm -hmm. makes it attainable. Something which I think um, is really important with that, um, coming away from the kind of food idea, is attendance or 
a frequency of exercise, for example. A lot of the time in January, we see it all the time, people come for a training program and they're like, yep, seven days a week. Yeah. I'm gonna train seven days a week. And I say to them, with your work and your home and social life considered, is that something that's definitely, you can achieve that? Is that you know possible? Yeah. And they're like, yep, yeah, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And I'll tell you right now, seven days a week, is if you're doing between 10 minutes and 30 minutes per day. If you're doing longer than that per day, you're probably going to struggle because one, if you're sore, you're not gonna to wanna to work out seven days of the week. No. Two, if you've got a family, if you've got young kids, things like that, they will always come first probably over your exercise nine times out of 10. Yeah. So when you're making that decision, I always say to people, why not try three to four times per week? Because even for myself, I know that three to four times per week for me is a goal a lot of the time. Like I'm aiming to come that yeah. many times, but sometimes I only get two in. And if you've got two in, that's better than none. So when you say seven times a week, you know, is that actually going to work with your lifestyle? Because you want to live still, you know, these goals to be, um, you know, something that you can maintain. Yeah. You know, it needs to be. It needs to be something that that is possible for you. And motivation comes and goes, and I think that's the main thing. Yeah. With with, yeah. with when you first start your goal, you are going to be motivated. Yeah, you're excited. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's you know, it's interesting. You're learning. And that's not a bad thing. No. It's not a bad thing to be like that. But I think you need to maybe rein yourself back and make sure that what you are doing is achievable, is attainable, whatever you want to call it. But you need to make sure that that whatever you are doing is going to be something that is going to be uh, in well macro, you know, you can sustain it for yeah. a long period long of time. Term, long term, because when you go in all guns blazing, uh, you get tired very quickly, especially if you're working out seven days a week. I've been there, I've done it myself. There is only so long you can hold, you know, keep that going for. And uh, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, when I talked in depth about it, I had nothing else going on. That yeah. was my only focus, my only goal. The only other thing I did was eat, sleep, and go to work, aside from training. So um, if you can do that, and that's you right now, go ahead. But just, I think it's always good to bear in mind that it's maybe only gonna be for a shorter period of time, six months, maybe maybe a year tops, if you're lucky, if, yeah. you know, if your body allows for it. But you don't wanna go 100% in, 110% in, and then, kind of you know run out of steam keep it sustainable keep it steady and you know keep that keep a little bit of that energy back for those days where you think i don't want to do this yeah because there are plenty of those days that will come when it's raining and it's cold outside and you think oh, i don't want to get up i don't want to exercise i just want to go to bed you know whatever it might be keep a little bit of that energy and that fight for when you're like no get up put your clothes on, go to the gym, just do something, or you know, just get up and do that at that workout at home. Yeah. Um, and that ties into really being realistic. How realistic is yeah. your goal? Yeah. Are you going to be able to achieve it? Yeah. Is it ever achievable? And that's what you gotta make sure, because if you're, like we said, motivation, when you first make that, that goal, you're gonna be sky high you're gonna yeah, feel amazing i want to do this this is gonna be amazing how realistic is it how realistic is it gonna be yeah. i know obviously we're trying to stay away from the the weight loss one oh, that was what i was gonna to go to though but like you said 
are you going to be able to lose 15 kilos, 20 kilos in a year? Are you going to be able to do that? I know, obviously, uh, some people even want it in less time than that. You know, we, I've, I've, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had people that have wanted to lose it within four months. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that is something that you need to rein yourself back and make sure that what you are trying to achieve is going to be realistic within your means. Yeah you specifically because nothing is impossible oh absolutely yeah of course of course let you know looking back at these other these other points is you know is it achievable for yourself you know and is it going to be good for you is the other thing you know weight loss is a classic one where we all want to lose i don't know if i said i want to lose 10 kilos you know i could lose 10 kilos but boy would i be hungry and slim very very slim so especially with that weight loss goal when you pluck a number out of the sky and you say kim kardashian weighs x amount i need to lose this amount of weight to be the same weight as her and then i'll look as good as her is that realistic no of course not. it's not one because you and i we're not kim kardashian kim kardashian weighs whatever she weighs and that's great for her but how much of what I need to lose is specific to me, rather than that celebrity looks good, how do I look like them? And I can assure you, weight loss isn't the only thing. Sometimes weight gain is what you need to look like them, because you need a difference in muscle. Yeah. So, yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if your goal is to lose weight, know what is your kind of your healthy range of weight, and you know and that's based on averages as well and then kind of go from there because you might you might lose 5 10 15 kilos and what happens if you're still not happy well in most in most cases they're not you yeah. know in most cases you'll yeah. lose weight but you'll want more you yeah. want more and you'll want more and you'll want more so and that's not necessarily because you still haven't reached your goal it's because you've put your your happiness on the number and then when you're still not satisfied with what you see in the mirror you think more weight loss is the answer because it kind of gives you that sense of gratification because people maybe compliment you wow you've lost weight you look good and you're kind of maybe searching for a little bit more of that but then it kind of gets to a point where where do you go from there so you can start with a weight loss goal but then it's i think it's good to fine tune it and realize that strength goals last a lot longer than weight loss goals and um make you feel better actually yeah because you can continue to improve in strength but you can't always continue that you can't lose weight until you disappear yeah and you don't want to no of course not you don't need to take up less space take up more i think it's it's so important especially in the climate that we're in right now to make it realistic you know because you're gonna spend a lot of time by yourself or inside so making sure that you are creating something that's realistic that you can work on over maybe a longer period of time yeah. is really going to be important for you personally i think you know yeah. i think it's going to be a really important thing to to make sure that the longevity of what you're doing is is um yeah is there because it's an uncertain at the moment everything is so uncertain at the moment yeah and I, I would also say as well, when you're, especially with um, with things like weight loss goals or um, uh, aesthetic goals, I always refer to them as, so what you look like, when you're setting those goals, looking, 
quote unquote better is a side effect of being fitter, stronger, yeah. healthier. So when you're making those goals, instead of thinking, I want to lose weight to look good, why not think, I'd like to lose weight and improve my cardiovascular fitness so that I can run around with my kids for a longer period of time. I can kick the football around in the garden or you know, I can, um, I don't know, go swimming with them in the summer for longer instead of maybe getting tired out quickly or maybe you feel a bit ratty or you know something like that those types of goals that's what i always think about because a lot of people i see have you know children their their families and things like that and you know use those types of goals you know be fitter to kind of you know to be able to have more fun essentially Mm. um rather than just to look good because looking good wears thin yeah of course everybody ages eventually um so Looking good is all perspective as well. That's the other thing. Um, and the last point is also the time frame. Time, time, time. <laughs> Tapping. Um, oh, time, time frame. I think first off, you have to, like we said a second ago, you've got your micro and your macro. So how, um, how long do you want your macro to be? Again, yeah. make it, like we said in the last point, make it realistic. So make sure that your macro isn't within three months yeah. maybe make your macro throughout your whole year mm-hmm. and what can you uh, create micro so what can you create in in tiny chunks maybe every month or every two months or whatever um, what can you create in those small amounts of time to get yourself to the bigger um, objective that you mm-hmm. want to get to at the end of the year um, again like we just said make it realistic don't push yourself so hard that the first micro one that you get or that micro goal that you get is you get to the end of it and you're like holy crap that was tough you know obviously push yourself i'm not saying don't push yourself but make sure that that time frame that you're giving yourself is is a realistic time frame um, and make sure that what you are doing is going to get you to your big macro goal don't put say you want a micro want to read one book every two months and then your macro goal is something totally different make sure that what you were creating in the big scheme of things mm. is the same as what you want to achieve yeah. in a small those micro goals should be a little breakdown a little chunk of like we said of the cake yeah of course a little slice of the cake yeah um i think as well it's good to um to to mention a lot of people's macro goal is a holiday yeah a lot of the time uh, or that's what i've seen a lot of myself yeah. And that should be your, that should be a micro. Your long-term goal should be something outside of that summer holiday, that summer body. You know, we all want to look good for summer, don't get me wrong. Like, I want to look and feel, you know, comfortable in my bikini. I want to go swimming in the sea. I want to go on holiday and, you know, not think, oh, is this jiggling? Or do I look nice? You know, whatever. Be hyper-focused about what other people think. But that should be a stepping stone in the yeah. journey towards your your bigger picture um like will said about you know the reading books side of things you know my one book in the year is a step closer to me reading six books in a year one day if i can read that one book then that's good i can tick that off um and you know if i do it in a year great if i do it in a month amazing i've just smashed my goal i can now set myself another goal read one more book so maybe in setting those little goals i can get the next stepping stone the next stepping stone with that little 
pre-thought of the fact that actually I would like to read six books in a year one day. <laughs> yeah. But um, making those little chunks is it was always going to be good. And have them written down as well so you can go back to them. I think it's really important with that time frame, if you use a diary, I am devastated at the moment. I can't get my action <laughs> planner. Like, you won't believe. My New Year's diary, I can't get hold of it at the moment because they're out of stock. Um, however, I've used my old one to rewrite this year's goals with yeah. the same format. Um, but have milestones written down in your diary. Go through it now. So, say, in three months' time, check in with yourself. What have you achieved so far? Go back to your goals. What did you want to achieve in three months? Have you done any of it? Tick, tick, tick. If yes, if you haven't, how far have you got? And if not, check back in again in three months' time, or even you know less even. Yeah. A lot. Some people have daily, weekly, and monthly goals. And if you're someone who likes lists and you you know you feel good when you're doing that, definitely get in the habit of doing it because it does make you feel motivated and it does make you feel like yes, I'm achieving something. Absolutely. Because you're seeing it each day, you're seeing it each week, you're seeing it each month. Put it up somewhere. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's another big one. I think yeah. uh, I haven't done it for a long time, but when I first started being, doing my PT, it did actually help me. You know, yeah. Writing my oh, goals yeah. down and putting something up. And I think in business, a lot of people do it. And a lot of people do create goals every single year. Uh, and, and that is what gives them that drive every single day they look up at their wall and they think okay this is what I wanted to do at the start of the year am I achieving that right now am I on the right goal uh, sorry am I on the right path to achieving that goal mm. and if the answer is no then okay what can I do to get back onto that path and onto that road uh, to to get in where you want to be mm. like we said motivation will go up motivation will go down but give yourself the time to get yourself where you want to be Big thing, get yeah. yourself where you want to be, but give yourself enough time. Make sure you create those small goals and those big goals that are going to help you get to where you want to be in the long run, for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, have those check-ins there. It's something that I will do when I eventually <laughs> get a diary. I'm telling you guys, there is no diary that is more superior than the Action Day Planner. It is incredible. It has a whole section with all of these things and that's the only reason that I was ever able to get into a routine of setting kind of those yearly goals because prior to that, I was just kind of like in my head, yeah, um, I'd like to maybe do this or I'd like to maybe yeah, do absolutely. that. Absolutely. And when it's just in your head, that's fine, but you forget about it and I forget about all my stuff, you know. And then when I see it written down, I'm like, ah, oh, yes. That's what I need to do today. That's why to-do lists work so well. Yeah. Because then you're like, tick, 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 tick. This is all the housework done for the day. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to go back to writing it in a diary. Because I wrote it in a diary for a long time. And then I just went onto my phone. I find there's something very powerful about writing. Yeah. I use my phone for a lot of things. And I use my laptop for a lot of things. But there is something so much more powerful about writing down. Like They talk about spelling is a spell that you then put out there. Yeah. You know, it is that it is that kind of thing, you know, you are putting your words into, you know, into reality by writing it down. Action. And it, it, it helps you remember it almost. Sure. Um, I think something else that's really good to touch on actually while we're while we're thinking about it is what type of goals could you set? So if you're someone who's never set goals before, maybe you have your fitness goals already but you think, okay, I like this goal setting. How can I transfer that into other areas of, of life and this was again something I put out the other day and Will touched on it today because um, 
you said obviously you thought it was quite good yeah um so we thought we'd bring it into the podcast for you guys what type of goals can you set so my my personal goals i've set myself up in little sections so i have personal goals i have goals for my home i have financial goals fitness goals and business goals so i have five little sections yeah and some of them intertwine like personal and home kind of crossover financial and business crossover and so do personal and fitness yeah so they're all kind of little sub sub elements of each other but i sectioned them off like that because that was how i kind of wrote them down um so that gives you an idea of where you might like to set goals so for example i have fitness goals that are strength related i would like to try and get a 100 kilo squat by the end of the year currently i'm on i'm on 80 kilos yeah um so with that in mind i can say right well if that's the case i need to increase my weight by x amount per month to get me closer to that goal and this is a one rep max goal so i don't yeah, don't yeah. plan on doing anything for reps just, yeah. <laughs> i mean if i could that'd, that'd be, be pretty yeah. crazy um I, sorry legs i know you're scared um, <laughs> but yeah so quivering that is uh one goal strength goal that i have for myself that I, you know i'm happy to share with people um but those are some things that i've set what things have you set this year well um, so far i have i haven't written anything down and i think what we were speaking before the podcast weren't we i think what you've you've created there is, is something that's really powerful mm-hmm. like you said we were saying a second ago as well that writing something down is really powerful as well but i think putting it into different sections is a really cool way of doing it as well mm-hmm. personal business uh fitness all those different elements that you can break it down into is a really cool way of doing it. Uh, I haven't done it like that. Um, obviously, I have uh, an allotment, and, and this year I've given myself um, the goal of just being a lot more uh, sustainable and environmentally friendly. Uh, the last month that I've been sorting out my allotment ready for the spring, summer, whatever, uh, I've been composting a lot more stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you don't realise that you can compost mm. that are now uh, compostable. Yeah. Things like, uh, if you ever go get coffee cups, it's um, so like coffee and stuff, mm. most coffee cups are now compostable. Uh, and, and actually, uh, putting them into a, a compost heap is actually a really good way um, of creating a sustainable way of living. Because otherwise, okay, they're compostable, but they're just going to go into landfill. Then that landfill is going to get have to get sorted out, and then it just goes into a, a different falling of, of different things. Why don't you just put it into a compost heap, and you've cr- then created new soil for you to put on your garden, or you've put created new soil to put onto uh, your vegetables. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've also created a uh, little bit of a, a plan of what I want to, cr- to to grow this year as well. So different things that I want to grow. I know I want to grow this and I know what time I need to grow them. Mm. So now I can then put that forward. Cool, I can now grow that in whatever I want to do. So I want to be a lot more kinder uh, and a lot more self-sustainable and environmentally friendly this year is yeah. something that I've really put onto myself. Yeah, I think that's a super, super awesome goal. Uh, you know, that's something that, that we would like to do in the in the future as well. We've got a little bit of a fungal, fungal problem with our um, soil at the moment. Oh, so really? I don't think we'll be able to grow anything too much this year yeah, but we'll yeah. see how it goes um but yeah you know like the you know creating that um rejuvenation of soil and things like that like cardboard boxes for example yeah that don't have ink on them or if it's you know biodegradable environmentally friendly ink um but things like that you know you would never think that you could put that in a compost heap but you can 
course and not. that's really cool um, obviously it depends on you know what size of garden you have and you know what what uses uses you have for it but um, yeah it's definitely something that's that's really important and that sustainability is amazing for health you know if you're growing Absolutely. your own vegetables there's no pesticides on them you know you're growing you know really good quality fruit and veg once you get into the swing of doing things and yes it's a little bit of effort but actually the uh, reward it's massive from, yeah from what you get it's huge for sure it's absolutely really, massive really huge. i think it's really important as well uh, and i think people don't realize that actually growing your own fruit and vegetables is good for all parts of the environment mm. if you are creating uh, good soil you're creating a good biodiversity underneath the soil when you create a good biodiversity that encourages uh, fungus it encourages uh, worms etc to, to live in that soil then what happens is that entices uh, bugs and things that are gonna gonna start uh, living in your soil and then that's gonna encourage birds to, to, to forage in your soil and, and that's food for the birds and then you know so there's lots of different things that, that is gonna be a, a massive uh, downfall that's gonna create a better environment for everyone for sure yeah yeah that's what I want to do anyway that's, that's what I'm passionate about I love I, I love all, all, all forms of, of growing and, and looking at the environment in different yeah. ways it's good to have those things and like you say you now that you've thought about that you can go home and you know or go go wherever and write down those things that you want to achieve so you can say right here's my allotment goals here are my sustainability goals you know that type of stuff it's all things that that you can um, you can now go away and kind of plan for a little bit more specifically and then you can be like right I want to grow carrots this year they need to go in in March I don't know when they need to yeah. go in I'm just saying plucking you're it close, out you're close you're <laughs> close <laughs> plucking it out of the top of my head um, but you can have you can then go back from there and say right what do I need to do leading up to that time so from now until March, I need to prepare my soil. Yeah. Get all of the stones out of there so that they've got room to grow and set out whatever you need to set out. Start potting them and things like that. And then you're good to go. So yeah. you've got those reverse goals from there, which then you can go through and check them off, you know, day by day, week by week, month Absolutely. by month, whatever you need to do to then get you to that point where you're growing carrots, you're growing broccoli, you're growing a squash or, you know, whatever it might be. And then... You've got your compost, which you've done already, which you can put on top, and you've got yeah. some nice nutrient-dense soil. So, yeah, really, really cool goals. It is I like those. I, I'm very um, eager to get our own little vegetable plot as well because we have a lot of potential for it. And um, I'm very similar to you. You know, I would love to be able to grow and consume what's in my garden. Yeah. Um, Self-sustaining. I'm not yeah. obviously not saying that you can 100% become self-sustaining because that's a lot of time yeah. but what you can do is you can become a lot more uh self you can do a little bit more yeah even if it's i don't know you've got a window box with herbs in i love fresh coriander yeah sorry for all the coriander haters i was once you even if you have that you know just outside of your window or on your windowsill and you're growing those herbs or even something like growing spinach or rocket those are all simple things that you can grow on a windowsill in your house easy and you've got fresh salad leaves or you know whatever it might be you know there's little things you can do so it doesn't again it doesn't have to be that huge huge full spectrum picture of i want a fully blown um vegetable patch in my garden growing everything that i buy weekly from tesco's or sainsbury's whatever it might be 
take it back a step you know just grow one thing yeah. even if strawberries a lot of people start with strawberries and they think oh next year i'm going to grow raspberries yeah. and then next year i'm going to grow one more thing and it can you know it can it can develop from there um so yeah it doesn't it doesn't have to be such a huge a huge thing like we say macro micro break it down eat a slice of the cake not the whole cake yeah, yeah <laughs and just yeah. Uh, yeah take take um little baby steps with it but um, one thing i would say and the, the one final thing I would say is is look at what you can compost. There's a lot of things you can compost. There's a lot of, of things that, that you can reuse and recycle into things that you can use around your house or uh, use as storage or put into compost. Uh, I'd say more than ever, within the climate that we are in right now, whatever you can do to be more sustainable with your food, with the items that you have that would normally be thrown away, mm. try and do it as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, we could do a whole podcast on. No, oh, yeah, of course, good. Yeah, that itself and uh, living, living a little bit more minimally. But um, yeah, and to to round it up, why why set goals? Yeah, you will feel more motivated. You will feel more accomplished when you see those little ticks going in those boxes and you're hitting those little goals, even if it's something as simple as, I want to hoover my house once a week for 10 minutes. I don't know how long it takes you to hoover your house, but there you go. There's Chloe's a, a speedy hoover, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we saw the corners, don't do it properly. It's done in 10 minutes. Ben, can you just do the corners for me, please? <laughs> but yeah, you know, even something like that, for example. And that's exercise too, by the way, guys. Yeah. Gardening and housework is good exercise. Um, but yeah, you know, Unless you've got like a Roomba, that's not exercise. That's just setting off a little robot. So yeah, yeah. it doesn't count. Um, but yeah, you know, something like that. You've just made yourself something that's specific. You've made it achievable. And, you know, it's measurable as well. So it's a simple goal that long term will be, not, you know, a good goal to have because your house is going to be tidy. And that's nice when you come home and your house is tidy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Think about setting some goals. Get yourself a little book that you can write them down in or, you know, a wall chart, whatever it might be. And think about something, whether it be personal, financial, fitness or business goals, whatever, you know, maybe rings true to you. Will's got his allotment kind of goals, whatever is relevant to you. Write down some little goals and go from there. See how you can kind of break those down if they're bigger goals or if they're small goals. Like myself, I just want to read one chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Even just one. Um, you know, it's going to make you feel a lot better. Come 20, uh, th December 31, 2021, when you get to that point, you can look back and you can be like, here's what I wrote down at the beginning of the year and how far have I come. Yeah. So, yeah. I think more than ever, just to... My, my last little input <laughs> just um, one more thing but I just think give yourself as much time as you possibly can we don't know what's ahead you know we do not know what's ahead maybe this tier system will carry on well the only thing that's guaranteed in life is death oh absolutely absolutely so, but you never know what's going to happen you know yeah. we could keep, keep this tier system or we could go into another national lockdown. You just don't know what's going to happen. So give yourself as much time as you possibly can. Work on your self-development. Like Chloe said, write stuff down and just make sure that what you're doing is really what you want to be doing. Yeah. You know, make it as specific as you possibly can. 
and uh, most importantly just enjoy the process yeah absolutely the process is the biggest part of it you know we see before and after pictures and you think yes that's when I'll be happy but ultimately it's the journey yeah um, the long and short of it is the journey and that's where the most fun is to be had so if you're not enjoying yourself ask yourself is it really worth it to me is it actually what I want I think that's a very good way to wrap up my friend <laughs> thank you so much for listening if you guys made it to the end we hope this is valuable for you guys and we hope going into the new year you can create some incredible goals that you can now set for yourself going forward absolutely absolutely set those goals write them down and then we're going to come back to you in a year's time and see how you get on perfect it has been will mapley and Chloe Robinson on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we shall see you very, very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.